engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. My name is Andrew Falazzi, your show host of all time. Thank you so much for tuning in today on another episode of The Void Show. I hope you are keeping well because the thing is I am definitely keeping well. And really one of the major reasons of my excitement today is because I've been loving the kind of topics that we've been discussing on The Void Show recently. And today we are speaking about astronomers and their science. I mean, you can just imagine that topic. It just adds a bonus to my excitement today. Astronomers and their science, which is a bit crazy that we're only discussing this now because, you know, uh, truth is we have almost spoke about everything in astronomy black holes comets asteroids mars earth uh, stars so everything we have discussed almost everything even though we cannot discuss everything <laughs> in the universe you know but we have not really spoke about what is astronomy where does the name astronomy comes from what about astrophysics you know what about cosmology you know we we have not really spoke about that in its own right and so today that's what we're going to be speaking about now a very quick fact for today did you know that astronomy is one of the oldest signs to exist in this planet because the reality is astronomy began if you know the definition of astronomy it began when humanity first looked up in the sky and wondered right and was curious about what's happening asked fundamental questions about the universe that's exactly when astronomy first began and if you do not know the definition of astronomy that's what we're going to be discussing today but that's just a quick fact. Astronomy is one of the oldest signs to exist in the universe. When first humankind uh, started to look up in the night sky and ask fundamental questions about the universe. And really, these are not so much of fundamental questions. These are just the basic questions in astronomy. They might look like difficult and crazy questions to someone who's observing this field from outside, but the reality is they are just basic questions. Questions like, why are we here? I mean, how did we come here? Uh, why are stars moving in the night sky? Why do we see different constellations in different seasons in different times of the year? You know, what is the moon? How was it made? Uh, why is the sun yellow? You see, why is the sky blue? So these are just some of the basic questions that astronomy seeks to answer. So one of the most interesting fields of astronomy, it's planetary search so a search for extraterrestrial life so now actually for millennials one big question in astronomy was that if we are alone in the universe right for thousands of years that was the biggest question if we are alone in the universe and so it was against that such question when astronomers began to search the planetary systems in other uh, uh, solar systems you know they begin to search other terrestrial life in other uh, solar systems or in other places in the universe and so this really goes in much depth it goes in more depth than just people who are observing in the night sky and really hoping to find some planet with people moving in it it goes in much more depth because there's hardware there's there are powerful telescopes very powerful telescopes that are not on earth that are on space right that are on space so that they do not they are not disturbed by any radiation or really any uh, thing that's happening on earth so they are on space they are looking across the universe just hoping to find a planet and it, it's it's physics it goes in deeper than just 
you thinking of it will find a planet because the thing is stars are pretty much far away so i mean you can just imagine the kind of work that goes into that so what happened is that astronomers are just hoping at first they were just hoping to find a star that's wobbling and because of that if they would see a star that's wobbling in the universe they would believe that there's a planet that's probably tugging gravitationally to this star right if you had listened to the show that we heard what's really happening with pluto you would know that pluto's discovery was through another planet right it was because of gravity they saw this planet it was wobbling and they believed that there should be some planet in the vicinity of this planet and there it was it was pluto right so right after this we will be speaking more about astronomers and their signs. Stick with us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Active FM. Our presenters, the best topics, the most entertaining presenters, everything you could ever want in radio. We're lifting Jesus up, we're lifting Jesus up, we're Radio has never been better. Amen and amen. Okay, now, so let's just drive the point home. Now, uh, by the way, we are there on Facebook. The Void Show has a Facebook page, so we would really love and appreciate you if you could just go to your Facebook, search at The Void Show with Andrew. That's our handle at The Void Show with Andrew so that you do not miss any episode from The Void Show. I mean, I've been loving the kind of topics that we've been having lately. So you do not want to miss that. So be sure to do that and receive updates and notifications on every show every week. Plus, we do have some interesting jokes that we posted there. So you definitely don't want to be missing that out. This is The Void Show as we drive the point home. All right. Now, this is the point that I was driving home. The point was that so at first and be aware that this was at first when the search for planetary systems in other places in the universe first began, right? And of course, the knowledge that astronomers had at that time was not the one that they have this time. So at that time, this was at first when this began, astronomers were hoping to look in the universe, right? Observe the universe. And we know that the universe is filled with billions, if not trillions of stars, you know, galaxies. We have not seen the urge of the universe, right? So they were hoping to look at the universe, right? Go all the way back in time, observe the universe in all the directions. You don't actually have a direction at large distances in the universe, but from Earth, they were looking in all the directions and actually hoping to see a planet. But how were they hoping to see this? So they were hoping to see a star, right? A certain star that's wobbling. And if the star was wobbling, they would then conclude that, okay, this is probably because there is some other body that's tugging gravitationally to this star. So they then looked in the vicinity of that certain star to see if there's a body. I mean, I was saying, if you had not listened to what's really happening with Pluto, you should go to it right after this one, because we explain really, because the reality is every other body in the universe is in relationship with every other body. That's why we have our sun and all the planets revolving around the sun. It's because of gravity, right? That's why we're not floating in space. That's why we're on Earth. That's why we're walking on Earth's surface. That's why Earth is a sphere, right? That's why it's not flat. It's because of gravity. That's why asteroids have this irregular shape. That's, that's gravity, right? That's why the sun is in its shape. It's because of gravity. So gravity is really just the major force in the universe. Now, 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 yes. Okay, right, yes. But now the point that I was driving home is that it's that one. And so a very interesting thing, this was in 1995 
right? It happened in 1995. And remember, we're speaking about uh, the first time humankind began to search. I mean, they did ask themselves billions of years before that if there's life existing in the universe. But then they only started to become more advanced in searching for extraterrestrial life by that time. And so in 1995, this happened in 1995. There were astronomers, right? I think it was about two of them. Yes, two of them. Uh, 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 I will search their names and I will definitely do tell you their, their names. So this was in 1995. So what happened in 1995? The first planet in any other place in the universe was discovered. This was in 1995 and this was by two astronomers. Of course, I believe a lot more were uh, involved, but this was two astronomers right it was in 1995 they only announced in 1995 that they had discovered a planet right and so this planet was orbiting around a star it was orbiting around a star and so they named that star or maybe i should say that star was named 51 pegasi and it was like uh, about uh, 42 light years away. And be very careful that I'm using light years away. So this in astronomy, because we are dealing or we are studying things that are at huge distances from us. So it would be ridiculous. So if we're going to use our everyday units like meters, your kilometers, your centimeters, your millimeters. So if we were going to use those kind of units to 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 distance or to actually measure distances to certain stars and planets in the universe it was going to be ridiculous i mean we speak about ridiculous things but that one was going to be triply ridiculous i mean imagine writing 400 trillion centimeters on your page i mean that would be crazy right we would think you are crazy and so in astronomy we then introduce units like light years so light year it's a distance we measure distance it's not a time it's a distance right it's it's a light year we measure distances in light year so 42 light years means that it will take you 42 years to travel to that star moving with the speed of light I, I just said that moving with the speed of light, it will take you 42 years moving with the speed of light to go to that star. So it's crazy. We use distances like astronomical units, right? Which we'll learn more about in, in, in the coming episode. So they discovered this planet, which was in orbit around this star that they named 51 Pegasi. And that was uh, 42 light years away from us. So now you know what that means. So... A very weird thing about this planet was that it had the mass. So its mass was less than half of Jupiter's mass. If you know Jupiter is a giant in our solar system. So it's, it's like a giant gas planet. It's the biggest planet on our solar system. You would fit, I don't know, probably more than 50 Earths inside Jupiter. So it's it's very huge. It's, it really is very huge. So it had a mass less than uh, half the mass of Jupiter, right? And a very weird thing was that it only orbited its star, the 51 Pegasus star, with 4.2 days. With 4.2 days. So if it orbited around its star with 4.2 days, you know what? that meant it meant that it only had a year of 4.2 days so our, our earth revolves around the sun 365 right 365 and a quarter days right yes it, it orbits around the sun with 365 days so we have a year that's 355 days 365 days long that's our year this planet only had a year of 4.2 days 4.2 days so you see the kind of crazy things that 
are scientists finding the universe it's it's crazy so the reality is while many questions remain about this that planet because it is weird it is indeed uh the first detection of an extra solar world i mean that's one of them so astronomers more many astronomers really cite that event as the first detection of an extra solar world so just to say i'm so excited to talk about this topic i i really am and there's just so much to discuss uh there's just so much and i, I don't know I'm, I'm hoping to i i know this will not be able to finish this because we work with time but you know what if you keep listening to the void show every week we're gonna speak about this more and you would have learned pretty much about the science of astronomy so be sure to do uh, stick with us by the way if you just uh, scrolled to this point you want to make sure that you go back to the beginning and hear the kind of atmosphere that we've had hear the kind of information that you've missed the kind of energy that you've missed so and we are there on facebook the handle is at the void show with andrew so make sure that you search that and so that you don't miss any episode every week on the void show so what is astronomy really right or maybe let's say where does the name astronomy comes from probably um um everyone knows what astronomy means by definition i mean some weird people looking up at the night sky or studying stars but you know let's discuss first what is astronomy or maybe where does the name astronomy comes from because literally all the other fields are branched from astronomy astrophiles astrophysics cosmology you know so what is astronomy so now astronomy comes from the greek word a lot of things in astronomy come from the greeks even the name astronomy comes from the the greek uh, people now astronomy is divided into two parts right we have astronomy if you could if, if if you could write it down it's a s t r o m o n y right that's astronomy for you so it's divided into two right the first part is astron astron a s t r o n that's the first part it's astron and so astron is a greek word and it means a star so if you just go to your friends and say um i was observing an astron yesterday so you would say <laughs> you were observing a star right right i mean astron is a star but that's a greek word so so it's divided into part and we have said that the first part is an astron and an astron means a star it means a star now the second part is nomos 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 n o m o s that's also a greek word so what does nomos mean nomos means law right it's also uh, a greek word it means law now you're probably wondering but i mean a star and a law where did the two come together what's happening now here's the thing here's the thing remember that we said astronomy is divided into two right both from greek taken into english it's star and a law what is a star it's an astron what is a law it's a nomos right astron and nomos those are the two greek words that merge to say astronomy and right we come up with the definition of astronomy in english but now you're probably asking yourself why a star and a law so astronomy by definition is basically the study of physical laws governing celestial bodies in the universe one of the most popular laws of that is gravity right it's a law so astronomy it's just the study a branch of science that studies physical laws right that are governing uh, celestial bodies in the universe right not only physical laws but compositions motions origins deaths and uh, 
you know, births of celestial bodies in the universe. But now the, the, the reality is because actually science has not science, but let me say this astronomy encompasses of so it has a very vast I mean in the universe there are lots of things that you can study then scientists uh, decided to to concentrate on a particular field so if you gonna want to be an astronomer you're gonna have to concentrate on a particular field of study or we might say a particular speciality right some study the planets some study the sun some study the origin the evolution of stars star clusters uh, the birth and the fate you know of of galaxies so it really goes there so now there are two principal types of astronomy or let me say astronomers so if you want to go study astronomy or if you want to go be an astronomer there are two principal major types of astronomers the first one is observational astronomy the second one is uh, theoretical astronomy so observational astronomy the name is pretty clear it's just uh, astronomers or people who are observing the universe they use telescopes right it's i doesn't really matter if it's they are on their ground-based telescopes or if they are space-based telescopes so these kind of people observe the universe using uh telescopes those are observational astronomers now theorists we have you, you would know that we have theoretical physicists we also have theoretical astronomers so those ones use complex computer models to really understand and explain um, the physical laws or the physical processes that are happening in the celestial bodies so those ones hardware software is involved thousands of hours in computing trying to simulate trying to analyze understand processes that are happening in the universe right and so now a very interesting thing about astronomy is that it's different from all the other sciences that we have because astronomy and I've said this before astronomy so so the science of astronomy does not physically or does not directly interact with the, the kind of objects they study of course we can't go to stars right so we study things at a distance that's the most special thing about astronomy so we i mean unless you speak about the moon we were able to go to the moon and study uh the geology of the moon i mean but really all celestial bodies and by that we mean all the bodies in the universe are out of reach so we have we we study them at at a distance and that's just a special thing about astronomy that's i mean that's fair so the only way to really say uh, as when astro we we study things in the universe using their light right we study things in the universe using the yeah, light so we have said a lot about astronomers and their science we have said a lot and so i'm gonna play you this beautiful gem so i'm not gonna tell you the name of this gem because truth is i love playing their album so while the song is playing i'm gonna need you to guess the name of the song so while you i don't know when you're a car your your bedroom you're studying listening to the voice I need you to guess the name of the song or maybe the group of people that sing uh, this song. Now, here's a song by This and This and That. Please guess that and enjoy. And right after this, we are coming back with more from astronomy and astrophysics. in shame where my heart was uncovered with no
And of course, uh, this is uh, still the Void Show on Active FM. As we all and always say, radio has never been better. You're still with myself, your show host, Andrew Falazi Homu, and we're still discussing astronomers and their signs. So I'm just trying to get myself away from telling you the name of that song and the group of people who sing that song. I'm going to tell you that at the end of this show. So in the meantime, make sure that you have guessed the name of that song and the group of people who sing it. And please do comment on our social media platforms on The Void Show Facebook page, the is at the void show with Andrew it's at the void show with Andrew so make sure that you search that you follow and like the page and tell us what's the name of that song or at least what did you think is the name of <laughs> that song because I mean we would have played it maybe by the time you're listening to this we would have you would have heard the name of the song at the end of this show. So um, just tell us what you thought uh, the group of people who are singing this song are and tell us the name of the song. So yes, we're still speaking about astronomers and their signs. Now let us go back in time and speak about early astronomers. Early astronomers, right? And so um, when I speak about early astronomers, you would probably think about uh, people who first began to be called astronomers, which is not really true because um, as I have said before, even though this uh, practice of asking fundamental questions about the universe, even though it was not named astronomy at first, but because now we know that it's astronomy we can trace its practice and the way in which people did things all the way back and so let us speak about early astronomers not really people who were called astronomers back then but people who were just observing in the night sky and wondered about the universe asked fundamental questions about the stars about planets about you know these the, the kind of questions that i uh, mentioned early in this show so um early astronomy and this was like six thousand years ago right probably th six thousand years ago more or less than that and so um because you know the universe has this thing of just giving of, of just amazing people you know of just giving peace to people I, I i always go outside maybe when i'm feeling sad or something and it's night i always go outside and i observe the stars in the night sky they, and if you feel a christian like myself then you would start to pray and you know amaze and praise god for who he is and see the beauty in the universe it it just has this thing of there's something about it that's just giving peace you know when you start by the way it's you know when you start to look at the universe it's at that point when you realize that there's actually more to life <laughs> right there's actually more to life I mean it's billions of stars across the night sky so it really is at that point <sighs> okay just 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 go home now now i was speaking about the the, the early astronomy right and this was six thousand years ago and so we are speaking about people like babylonians if you know babylonians uh those were early sky watchers i wouldn't say early sky watchers but maybe early sky watchers who started to or who decided to make something about it right we speak about babylonians and of course others so in probably six thousand years ago what they did was to chart the the sky that's what they did they charted the sky so you know the sky when you look up in the night sky you see this beautiful pattern of stars of galaxies you know moving across all the sky so what they did was to basically chart uh, the movements of the heavens right the movements of stars in the universe and uh, let an interesting thing about that was that their purpose in doing that it was not to learn the 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 physics right or maybe the mechanisms in which the universe worked 
But can you guess what it was? The purpose in them in charting the movements of the heavens was to seek, right? So they, they had this belief that they there's will that there's wisdom of gods in the stars. So they had this belief that there's this power. So so there's there's power. There's real wisdom. There's some wisdom in, in, in the stars. Gods are in the stars. And so this wisdom and this superpowers are supposed to lie in the stars. And so their purpose in charting the movements of the stars was to kind of seek, right? Or 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 yes, to seek or to find the will and the wisdom of the gods in the stars and the planets so that was really their their purpose and so let's go way back before that by about 3000 years bc right 3000 bc so already the cycles of the moon and other bodies in the universe were actually well known because they had observed they had, they had observed them for such a long time that the cycles of the moon and you know stars in the universe as they move across the night sky they had known them by that time and so around that time egyptians were also learning how to use the stars to actually predict things like the flooding of so there's there's a river that's called it the Nile River. So that's kind of a relationship. They were very clever, these people. They were brilliant. And so around that time, Egyptians, they 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 were starting to also learn on how to predict, right, the the flooding. Let me just say the flooding of their rivers to to timekeeping. So they, they also learned to timekeep and learn things that were happening. So nature has this weird things that it does. So Around that time, Egyptians were also learning to start to keep their time and the flooding of their rivers around that time. But but not only that, so not only that, I mean, these people were very intelligent. They were like brilliant. So so they, they had more reasons for charting the movements of uh, heavens across, across the sky. So, so it was not only to like time keep, it was not only to predict the flooding of their rivers, but one thing that I loved about their reason for charting the movements of the sky was because they wanted to plan, right? They wanted to plan. So these were Egyptians. We're speaking about Egyptians here. And um, so you would know that Egyptians, they used to build temples, right? They used to build... Uh, they used to build pyramids that would be familiar. They used to build pyramids. We have this famous pyramid in, in, in Egypt. So they used to build temples and they used to build pyramids. And so they, they, they wanted to plan to kind of find suitable or no out of time suitable conditions uh, that would allow them to build their temples and pyramids because there's there's order in the universe right uh, the creator of this universe made it in such a way that it has this beautiful order the sun never rises later than it usually does right the we know stars are exactly in their same position every day every year every decade so they are in their exact positions you look at the constellations they've been like that pretty much thousands of years before that so so they used that order in their advantage to time keep to predict things right to 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 also find suitable conditions in which they can do other things maybe like uh planting but in their case uh, the more thing that was in the headline was to when they wanted to build something now of course as time went by egyptian culture was reaching its peak right in them doing those kind of things then some people came into the picture <laughs> do you want to guess who, who who came into the picture when egyptian people you know this culture of them was starting to reach its peak do you want to guess who came into the picture one two three the greeks came into the picture 
the Greeks came into the picture. These are one of the most brilliant people as well in, in, in the world. I mean, uh, almost everything. Uh, you, you find a lot of scientists, early scientists who they, they were Greeks, right? Um, but I believe that they, they, were, they were everywhere in the world because, uh, you know, we were given the mind to think. So I believe that they were also everywhere in the world, just that these ones were the most recognized. So Greeks came into the picture and they also started to kind of watch the heavens right <laughs> so they also charted the movements of the sky of of the heavens so they charted the movements of the sun the moon the planets and so it, it was kind of a similarity between them because the thing is they they also used the their discoveries to kind of regulate their their daily activities right much as Egyptians did right maybe uh, uh, okay but okay yes like the Egyptians did so they also used their chartings to kind of plan and do their daily activities but here's an interesting thing so for the Greeks rather than using the stars to find and seek the will of gods in you know in the stars to find the power in the stars or to seek wisdom in the stars what they did they believed that the universe was kind of understandable you know they believed that it had um so it was understandable and it had this order and they believe that it had these rules that the universe followed so they were very clever in 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 in, in looking at the universe because they 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 saw science in the universe so they believed that there's order there should be an order or a set of rules that the universe is following so it's 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 pretty okay i think to say that maybe maybe uh the first of all true astronomers was the where were the greeks or scientists where 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 were the greeks so they 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 really did contribute a lot to astronomy so there was also a, a very uh, early greek astronomer or a scientist he was also known as Thales he's he's like at the top headlines of the Greek scientists that uh, played their role in the past in the community of science so it was Thales you probably know him it was Thales so Thales contributed a lot he like contributed a lot he developed methods of uh, so he developed methods in which when we look at these methods then we would understand nature i think that's a simple way of saying it i mean we had many greek philosophers we're speaking about uh, aristotle's and then later in the picture probably about 19 19 something right 19 19 something then people like galileo came into the picture you know they, they were people who built or who made telescopes for us to view the universe so the greeks i should say that they kind of have a very long history of uh science i think that's a good way to to say it then of course that is the early astronomy and you can surely see its trace to back in time but what about astronomy today what about astronomy today i feel like the early astronomy has is, is very interesting than astronomy today because obviously as time goes by inventions innovations come to to place so the the the, the, the similarity between astronomy today and astronomy in the past or maybe early astronomy is that the their questions or their objective is not or has not changed so much because what they do is that they also answer uh, most fundamental and profound questions uh, ever facing humanity right so the questions that i had said in the beginning how did the universe begin how were earth and its family born you know where did life come from so it's it's pretty much the same kind of questions that they they are asking but now the thing is right now we are more advanced right so early astronomers i mean modern 
or maybe let me say astronomy today, we use much more sophisticated physics to understand the universe, computer models, right? Uh, we, we, we simulate the motion of planets using complex and thousands of hours put into computing for that. So, so I think a lot of interesting things were in the early astronomy right we're in the early astronomy and so we also have careers in astronomy a very interesting thing we have careers in astronomy and now you know a lot of people who think of astronomers a lot of people just think of an astronomer as maybe someone who spends every night gazing through a telescope you know <laughs> looking at at the stars but to, to just be honest that image of astronomers may have been accurate in the past, but now in this age, we have electricity, we, 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 we are more advanced. So as I mentioned earlier, we have theoretical astronomers who kind of deal with complex computing uh, behind the motion of the stars. So everything in the universe right now is tracked. We know when, I mean, we know back then it was kind of a bit difficult to predict things, but right now uh, because of complex of computers, you know, coding programs um, um, um telescopes powerful telescopes and a lot of people who are really devoting their time into astronomy we 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 we, we can't predict on when the solar eclipse will happen we we know that we 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 know when the next lunar eclipse will happen we know if an asteroid is going to come past or fly by earth so so we know pretty much right now than we knew in the past and a lot of things have come into place so if if there was an error or maybe a mistake that uh, astronomers had set in the past right now we are we have devised the the the, 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 the myths you know i think that the only difference is that now we know much what a good time to live yes we know much so yes uh, this is still the void show and we we had a great show right we we had a great show i loved the kind of show that we had today it's astronomers and they are signs so if you've got any questions do not hesitate to message us so please also do follow our page at the void show with andrew so now a very sad thing is that right after this i am closing oh by the way i'm gonna be telling you the 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 name and the the the, the song the, the kind of album that we played so I'm, I'm i'm gonna be sharing that with you right after this stream Reactive's very own The Movement album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Reactive is a movement. Let, let, let me hear the drum rolls. Let me hear the drum rolls. The name of the song is uh, On the Cross by Active Worship. Uh, it was an album that I think they released in 2017. Yes, it's it's On the Cross. That's the name of the song. And a group of people who are singing that is uh, Active Worship, our very own Active Worship. And apparently we have reached the end of The Void Show today. This is always a set part of uh, the time. But we have reached the end of the show. And I'm hoping that you did really enjoy the show because we had a great show. And I'm 
I'm loving the kind of topics that we've recently been having. Uh, you know, last week we were speaking about the art of science. Um, um, the week before that, we were speaking about uh, Mars, all about Mars. The week before that, it was about Pluto. The, you know, we were speaking about stars. And if you want to know what we're going to be speaking about next week, please follow our page. The handle is at the void show with Andrew. That is on Facebook. You find everything there. Latest episodes, funny jokes. I mean, jokes are supposed to be funny. So funny jokes, everything. You definitely find it there. So make sure that you follow us there. On the other hand, you can find us on our website, Active FM website. So that's the station's website. It's www.activefm.co.za. Right there is a safe platform for you to find all the shows that we have on Active FM. We've got so many shows. We've got um, um, Quiet Times, um, Food for Thought. Um, um, the Void Show is one of them. Of course, you're listening to The Void Show, the movie show. Things about girls, um, Bible stuff, things about boys, um, music sessions, literally everything that exists in the universe, right? We have all the shows there so if you want a safe platform to check all our shows it's www.activefm.co.za twitter at activefm instagram it's at activefm777 facebook it's forward slash active fm we are there on youtube please do go subscribe and click that notifications button so that you don't miss really any of our shows um uh we it's active fm it's Active FM on YouTube. Uh, we are also there on uh, TikTok. Um, uh, we, we, we are everywhere. Uh, what else? Um, Apple's podcast. Apple podcast. We are there. iTunes. Um, then Spotify. We are there on Spotify. If you just search uh, The Void Show, Active FM, we are there. Please follow us there as well. And Google Podcasts as as, as well. So that's it from uh, myself, Andrew, today. This is The Void Show. And uh, we were speaking about astronomers and their science. My name is Andrew Faladzi Wahahomu. Going out of the studio. Have a great week. We love and appreciate you for listening to The Void Show. See you next time. Same place. Active FM. Radio has never been better.